hours away, the stupid tension about the dinner party obviously forgotten. George, what is it? What's wrong? She went over to him and looked up into his face. Shocked, she saw a heavy, blank desperation in his brown eyes that she'd never seen before. George? For a second, he held her gaze, frozen. He seemed about to speak, but instead turned abruptly away. Did something happen today? I am fine. Fine, he cut across her question. Nothing happened. What could happen? She watched his face twitch and pull distractedly, as if he were trying to change his expression. Then he headed for the stairs. Are you coming? he muttered as he left. The bedroom was airless and stuffy from the day's heat, despite the sash window thrown wide. George turned to her as she sank into bed and drew his long finger across her cheek, her mouth, then brought his hand down slowly over her body in a determined gesture of desire. She didn't want him, but there was something single-minded about his caress that was hard to refuse. This was not lovemaking, however, nor did it seem to be anything to do with her. She could have been anyone. In fact, she had the odd feeling that neither of them was there, naked on that hot, damp sheet. It felt like a remote access engagement, mechanical, an anonymous exercise in sex. Then without warning, George suddenly pulled away, throwing himself up and back against the wooden headboard, for all the world, as if a scorpion had just crawled across the sheet. Jeanie blinked up at him in the darkness. What's the matter? What is it? Without a word, her husband leapt out of bed and snapped on the bedside light. He stood there naked, his arms clasped round his chest, staring down at his wife. It was all she could do not to recoil. His brown eyes were so cold, empty. I can't do this, he spoke slowly, carefully, as if he were feeling his way around the words. She reached towards him, but he held out his arm, palm angled towards her, fending her off, although she hadn't moved from her side of the bed. With the other hand, He reached down to pick up his navy pyjama trousers, which he clutched to his body like a shield. I don't understand, George. Tell me. Say what you mean. Jeanie felt her breath catch uncomfortably in her throat as she sat up to face him. George did not reply, just stood there. I mean, he spoke like a drowning man refusing rescue. I can't do it any more. Can't do what? George! He turned away from her, picking his glasses up from the bedside table as he made for the door. Jeanie jumped up and raced after him. Where are you going? George! You can't just leave me like that. Is it something I've done? Please, tell me. But George shook her off, barely glancing at her. I'll sleep in the spare room. I can't do it any more.
His words haunted her. As she lay alone in the crumpled bed, shocked and above all bewildered. Their life together, twenty-two years of it now, was orderly, you might even say a little dull. They never argued, as long as Jeanie accepted George's apparently benign need to control her. Then tonight, it felt as if she had been unwittingly perched on top of a volcano that had suddenly decided to erupt. What had got into her husband? In the morning, George behaved as if nothing had happened. She came down to the sunny kitchen in her nightdress to find him laying out the breakfast cups and plates, the marmalade pot, the butter dish, with its lid in the shape of a cow, just as he always did. What happened last night? She slumped exhausted at the kitchen table.